This is Amber J. Phillips, the High Priestess of Black Joy. And this is Jazz, the King of the South. And you are listening to the Black Joy Mixtape. Hey, what it is. Via Puerto Rico. Hey. Shmurda was the case that they gave me. Right, right, right. But this is literally Shmurda she wrote. Jello Beats, holla at me. See Remy, I'm a hot bitch. And my fat voice, you a thot bitch. Bitch. Lloyd Banks, jackpot, bitch And I told ya I was coming for my spot, bitch See, I'm trying to keep it hip-hop, bitch Remy Machiavelli, I could turn a pop, bitch I took it right back to the top, bitch And if you disagree, then you can eat a cock, bitch I see y'all running around with your ass out No makeup on, I could pull a Mac out I swear to God, all I do is spaz out I'm an 80s baby, grew up in the crack house Sunu Wave Madre. I feel like us two niggas trying to speak somebody's Spanish is absurd. Like, <laughs> we need to stop. Do you know how long I, I felt too heavy. Tongues is heavy and just dipped in black molasses. Like, this is what I got for you. I'm going to talk out the side of my mouth. I can't roll. Nobody's R. I'm sorry. Nobody's R is about to be rolled over here. (laughs) (laughs) My tongue is too heavy. Just drop it. I was so bad at Spanish in high school. I really thought it was going to be a barrier to me getting to college. Girl, so many people keep walking up to me speaking Spanish because my tan is real proper and shit. (laughs) And I just be smiling the best Mississippi smile that I got, you know. And then they be like, oh, you don't speak Spanish? And I'm like, oh, you speak English? (laughs) (laughs) You are so dumb. I'm just saying, real niggas smell the real nigga pheromones come up to you, start speaking, you know, the mother language and shit, and you just like, hey. I want to know more. That ain't my mom. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Jasmine, it's week two of you in Puerto Rico, and let me just say, I cannot wait till you get back, because shit is a little bit crazy in this part of the country here in the Washington, D.C., Girl, let me well, also me say, I, this is going to sound absurd. So, <laughs> when Donald Trump was being inaugurated, right? <laughs> so, after his inauguration, the, the, some of the media coverage I watched was of the riots that they were trying to say were happening here. Because literally some people like busted in a Bank of America and because I live here, I'm literally watching and recognizing the shit. I'm like, they ain't doing shit. They ain't doing nothing. That's just a Bank of America. There's another one two doors down. Like, this is not no riot. Y'all fucking up the wrong part of the country. Everybody, everything you can fuck up is about five full floors above the bottom part. Because all y'all really going to do is throw bricks through like a Jack's or a Starbucks fucking around downtown D.C. Like, it was absurd. I'm like, I hope y'all move up the street and bust open this Best Buy. Because if that's the case, let me get up out of bed then. Because I've been sleep. I can get a blessing out of this day. Two new white men were moving into my building at the same time as well. And I went out just to get my mail. Jasmine, I don't even think I told you this. I went out just to get my mail and literally came back inside and proceeded to have a panic attack because I saw one of them. I'm like choking and gagging and coughing. I'm like, what is wrong with me? I'm just nervous. I'm scared. 
Because they moving in for work on Monday. That's what I said. I'm like, I hope these white boys ain't here to start a new job. Fuck. I'm going to have to put a Black Lives Matter sign on the door. Totally there. Girl, please. And make sure somebody recovers their solidarity pin off the damn mat and tell their asses, don't call the police. We, we come over there having a funky good time at our Black Girl. Joe Turnips. Because, you know, conservative white people love some sirens, boy. They for do. No reason, they... Unless they fucking up some shit. Because, you know, they love to tear off a smoke detector off a wall. Mm. They love to destroy, like, just all types of shit. They love pissing in hallways. Love just it. all types of nasty stuff. Well, I really think out of the types of Black Joy turnips we have thrown in this house, that the only reason why the cops haven't been called because they would have to come and let them in through the front door. <laughs> and I will know when you have called the cops. I'm going to see you walking back to your apartment building. I'm going to come and cuss your ass smooth out. But anyway, that's which what... Which that has also happened before. Which um, Jasmine <laughs> has cussed out. And I think all of my friends, all of my real ones have cussed out a set of white folks in my building in the summer. The courtyard gets a little contentious out here. Rightfully so. We was practicing for the day when we had to punch Nazis in the face, you know. Girl, I love that video of him getting punched of whatever Spencer whatever. Why, why are we naming Nazis? It's a Nazi. <laughs> a Nazi got <laughs> Your name don't matter. Nazi number one, number two, number three. Jasmine said, why are we naming them? What's going on here? Jasmine, you're crazy. Nazi one, Nazi two, Nazi three, four, five. Trump Nazi. You're ridiculous. Where were you when Donald Trump was um, becoming the 45th president of these here United States, Jazz? Girl, in prison. (laughs) (laughs) can you say more so that our uh listeners know that you will be returning to dc in the near future since you have promised them all these things i was visiting the first the world's first prison co-op um in puerto rico it is called cooperativa de servios arigos yes um (laughs) yes it was a beautiful experience. Um, it is so cool to have the opportunity to not only imagine a, a new world, but also see it firsthand. So without boring y'all, y'all should definitely look up Cooperativa de Servios Arrigos. But it is the first cooperative where all the, all the workers, all the members are prisoners. And so they create products, they are musicians, they are they get the opportunity to actually be human in prison while also earning an income for themselves and their families. And it allows these folks not to be treated as less than human just because they may may have made a mistake. A lot of people are advocating for the abolition of private prisons, and rightfully so, because private prisons um, exploit a lot of the labor of prisoners while also creating conditions that are inhumane. Mm -hmm. Actually, this model, they've been doing this uh, since 2003. They have been doing studies around it, and around 50 prisoners have been involved with this program 
And only two since um, they have been involved, only two have returned um, to prison, whereas the recidivism what? rate in Puerto Rico is 60%. What? So, so they're going yes. to prison and actually not returning? They are not returning. They are receiving educate, like they are getting certificates. Um, they are becoming artisans. They are getting out of prison, becoming nurses, becoming entrepreneurs. Wow. It is just a wonderful <clears throat> model for just imagining how we treat um, folks who get locked down, but also how do we treat folks who have served their time when they get out? So being able to see that model, talk to prisoners firsthand, see the pride in their eyes when they say they can give their babies $500 to, you know, just ball out for graduation. It's just a really beautiful thing. That's so dope. Um, So I'm really grateful for the experience. Y'all look it up. Girl, and then, so y'all just know in Puerto Rico, go being a bad bitch has you know sometimes there are limitations boundaries put in front of your bad bitch you got to be outside to record your, your podcast that you're trying to start with your friend and shit so Amen. y'all forgive us for the sound give us a little grace we'll be back to normal in the month may for the real niggas non-niggas be quiet you <laughs> <laughs> gonna turn up for black history month it's gonna be it's gonna be lit right i get back on the third right i'm so excited can't wait to get back so on inauguration day i did nothing i took care of myself and i put out the black joy mixtape with you and um my favorite part though around all of it was michelle obama's hair because she was just really prepared to not give a fuck that day and i think she did a really great job i know we project a lot of emotions on michelle obama but i really think she's very symbolic in some of her actions look here michelle and that side eye was also giving me the life i needed in 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 combination with the protests happening uh in the city shutting down checkpoints my niggas shut down seven out of 12 checkpoints seven out of 12 checkpoints fam and the news media was just like oh nobody came to donald trump's inauguration give those black lives matter dc and byp 100 organizers some credit they were Please, out there now. early as fuck have y'all ever been to them facebook lives had me so hype just ready chain just shouting not one pussy hat found at that part but at that part <laughs> but they waited till everything was safe you know you know zero arrests you it gotta hold help. it down and while there weren't any arrests on the day before at least that i heard about because you know they didn't let us have any headlines um <laughs> they yes black joy mixtape is not here for the pigs <laughs> jasmine about to get everybody in trouble by all means, I'm not. I'm sub- on Blue Lot. Please, Blue Lives Matter, come for what Blake's the mixtape. If you got this Please. far in the mixtape, I would consider that you're a fan, so so be it. Enjoy yourselves. I can't wait till we're like a part of oppositional research. That shit's gonna be crazy. I mean, we're gonna have to with your president talking about you gotta hide your research and shit Girl. around global warming and shit. Somebody gotta be out here telling the truth before they put us away. Girl. So why has the Trump administration not... Okay, so again, I hate when the Black Joy mixtape is right. I want Hidden President. We literally just were riffing about how they're going to wipe shit and start deleting shit from 
the roles and they have started with things from like the that. White House website from the White House <laughs> website like civil rights disappeared the EPA disappeared now the EPA isn't even allowed to comment on their own shit they're not allowed to post a face um, a social media about what's going on like this is they got us submit their reports to, to the government so they can get clear girl Donald Trump ain't even got a good groove in the new in his chair in the over office <laughs> ain't got nobody's ass printing there got whole new tacky ass gold now, coffee love, on the carpet how do yet? you disrespect gold in that way girl just you know gold against all that paleness in that room just really <laughs> washes them out it's not a good color for y'all y'all definitely need like a red for the evil and just turmoil and all the bloodshed that you are literally creating through these policies. <laughs> all just all these executive orders, just pipelines and you know, just the EPA just won't exist. The Environmental Protections Agency. We said this right. just and not only that, he's talking about reversing or cutting seventy five percent of the regulations in this country, which was a campaign promise that he made. And it's only doing it because, hey, why not? So he's about to, <laughs> him and his friends, about to mess with our air, about to mess up with our water. So our ability to do anything without being poisoned, and then we won't have health care to go to the hospital. Boom. <sighs> so. <laughs> um, mm. <laughs> so. And then. Bernie Sanders, who's supposed to be our great dissenter, the person who's Let me tell you, a hard stop on Bernie Sanders. Stop lying. Stop lying about his progressive-ass track records because every time y'all present this man as the beacon of progressive hope, literally will throw the most transgressive progressive policy we have in him, and he's like, no, I don't really support that. No. (laughs) Stop it. If you, why wouldn't you believe in reparations if you cannot win this election? Give us something to work towards. You're doing nothing. And I say that as one of the niggas who literally shouted Bernie Sanders down at Netroots Nation, where he failed miserably at answering the simple question Do black lives matter? That's how Bernie Sanders started off his political run to be in the White House. He had to say, he had to let y'all know that no, Black Lives Matter can't exist and matter by themselves. White Lives Matter, all lives also matter. You're, ugh, Bernie Sanders, I'm just tired of talking about, I wish he never ran for president because I feel like before he (laughs) ran for president, we didn't even know who the fuck he was. I sure didn't. You gonna tell me the most, our progressive hope came out of Vermont? No. Girl. Good day. Where the are niggas in Vermont? No. My niggas, if you in Vermont, you know, blink twice. Wave your hands. Say something. Throw a signal in the air. Let us know you there. And I've been um, to Vermont. I went to the Ben and Jerry's factory and everything. It was white as fuck. You know, they get to be real progressive where it's white as fuck. You get to be real progressive when you don't have to answer questions around race. I love Vermont. I love Vermont because I literally married my friends. Shout out to Jen and Abby Halloran um, in Vermont. And it literally, like, we just submitted paperwork and it was like, boom, you're ordained to marry a lesbian couple. Go forth and be happy. Like, loved it. Y'all have really figured some shit out for yourselves. The trees are beautiful. October is great. I believe every word, but the most 
oppressive places to live. The nigga population is over 40% and these white <laughs> folks is mad about it. Yes. So your Floridas, your Mississippis, your Alabamas, your Louisianas, your Georgias, yep. you know, wherever niggas are Chicago. in mass. <laughs> Chicago. We should really talk about Chicago. You can, like... Uh, martial law? Donald, what? come on. Threatening martial law. <gasps> we'll get there. I think... This is hard. We, we're we're in the we're in the midst of it. Like the fact of the matter is, the main point we want to talk about. Th- basically, this is the extended first segment of why people have no self control. What it looks like now that Donald Trump is president, right? That a lot of stuff is coming our way. Why are y'all? so efficient this week y'all i mean the republican party has done shit for eight years besides push all of their messaging on fox news about how barack obama isn't shit literally painted him to be the worst thing ever for this country and now this is what we have so the the fact of the matter is look out for the epa y'all look out for these um uh, cabinet pick um, confirmations, specifically ones around Betsy DeVoe and Jeff Sessions. Um, be prepared to not have any funding for abortions, because regardless of how you fall on the issue, one in three women will have an abortion in her lifetime. You can check out the one in three campaign.org for that information and stories for women who have abortions. However, some women choose to have abortions. We're literally looking at no matter if you are even on a private health care, health insurance plan, that you might not be able to access funding for your own abortion if you need one. At the same time, EPA is being cut. <laughs> There's no kind of social services even being thought of being created under this administration. So now we will be forced to reproduce in a society that has no intentions of protecting us or making sure that we can raise our children in health and safety, safe environments. So there you go. That's the most depressing shit we got for you. And they, they don't just want to stop abortions here. They want to stop abortions around the Globally. world, Craig. <laughs> They reinstated the global (laughs) gag rule, which basically stops all funding, any um, global aid that we're doing for for any organizations that support, you know, HIV, AIDS, you know, any reproductive health that if they even utter abortion, if they assist women around the globe to to get an abortion, they have effectively stopped funding for those organizations. And these are organizations that provide things like HIV and AIDS testing, um, health care, where in a system where you think we ain't got no fucking health care, my God. Like these organizations are providing critical services for communities. Right, so this is the, so to even give more context, This is the charity and aid that the U.S. drums up when there's a Democrat in office to, you know, basically atone for all the exploitation and all the robbing of their resources by maintaining our empire, right? Um, So, you know, to lessen the blow of being like, you know, you can't can't really participate in trade. Y'all can't really be self-determining. Y'all really can't decide what to do with your land and resources. But... Here go like a million dollars 
knock yourself out. Like, (laughs) (laughs) so the Republicans, the difference between the Republicans and Democrats in this situation is the Democrats are like, hey, here's this war. Here are all these drones. Let's take some of your shit. But here's a little charity. Here go a little aid. I feel better. I got a tax write-off. Republicans is like, let's do the drone shit. Let's steal some shit. And, yeah, no charity. Just good luck. So the Oscar nominations came out this week. Girl, thank God. Because a nigga was on, on like, uh, shit, where am I going to go? I've been listening to Solange, Joe McCray for the sky. I tried to drink my it away. Girl, I'm trying to figure out how can I stay in Puerto Rico. But I, the only thing that got me coming back is Black Joy Mixtape. Literally. You know, and us recording in these conditions just ain't going to work. Yeah. This is all I got right here. This is it. Because let me tell you, things are awful here. And then, and then to top it off, this is one last piece of ripping the ass of our side of the aisle. So the Women's March happened this weekend. Yes. The day after Donald Trump was fucking elected. <laughs> oh, you know what's effective? Let's mobilize, let's mobilize a half a million people to come together after the worst case scenario has taken his oath. 53% of white women was like, nah. We want the orange one. We want the orange one. <laughs> we know you. I mean, I Dems, we know you it. spent a couple of mil just talking to us white women and just loving <laughs> us and knocking our doors and making ads that feature children that look like the ones we want to raise. But you know, <laughs> racism is life, like ball. And we choose this one. We choose you, Donald Trump. of white women, only 47% of white women could identify with Hillary Clinton. And the other 53 just just couldn't stand it, could not be bothered. Couldn't give a fuck. (laughs) But they managed to find some pink knit hats (laughs) and put them on after 53. Somebody in that motherfucker was lying. Because there was a lot of them motherfuckers in them white hats. And all of them could not have been on the straight and narrow. Sorry. And honestly, if you voted for Trump, cool, you can have a, a, a change of heart, but you on punishment a smooth four years. You Why you definitely don't get no special hat and no headlines. You sure don't. And a mic? You get a mic? For what? What have white women done this year? Besides lose and help each other lose, okay? That's why Erica Hart had to get up there and let them know. Baby, uh, you know why I'm talking? Why I really want to talk about Erica Hart's speech in Philadelphia is because mm. we saw no coverage of it. No. And I believe what I what I saw was one of the most fully recognized. Just ex- she gave you the history of why this march even exists for white women to co-op in her speech. Yes. The Million I, Women March of 1997. Yes, shout out to the first. The first. The that was for and by black women. 
She said, I just want to read a, a snippet of it. And she delivered. Mm-hmm. Might, might we also add that Erica Hart delivered this speech while topless, bearing her, her scars from her mastectomy because she breast cancer survivor. Just so great. Just so if y'all want to see the speech, read the, the, the transcript, you can go to Go Mag. It is called The Most Important Speech from the Women's March. Yes. Amber, please read us a brief excerpt, please, <laughs> because we need this. She did it for the culture. She and, did it for you know, the white women were still in their pink hats, just so happy about racist ass Madonna skipping across the stage, Girl. being her. You know, she feminist, but, you know, she calls her son a nigga, so I don't. Jasmine. So, Eric, <laughs> I, I find no lie. Just, so, Eric Hart says. I stand here angry, angry that it took a presidential election for droves of folks all over the country to believe what black films have been saying for more than 20 years. 2017 will mark the 20th anniversary. (laughs) 2017 will mark the 20th anniversary of the Million Women's March, which I will remind you was this March original name. A March created for and by black women that took place right here along this very route in Philadelphia. When will we stop ignoring black women? Who is this for? Themselves. Themselves. She wraps up by saying, have you noticed who is not here? I ask that you notice moving forward and get intentional about inclusivity. Start asking all of the spaces you occupy and take up, who is this for? And then make it for them. My God. But you know, they was in the Facebook groups like, I just feel like I'm not welcome at the march. Well, it's 20 Uh, years late. So you might feel unwelcome, (laughs) yes. It's 20 years late because um, now Hyde is permanent law because y'all decided to fight the Hyde Amendment um, around 20 years after Black, Latinx, Asian women and the reproductive justice movement. And just to be clear, not just women, people, People. because queer, gender nonconforming, and trans women were also there in the room to let y'all asses know that the Hyde Amendment is harmful as fuck. (laughs) and it disproportionately impacts poor women of color but y'all decided to let Hyde ride because y'all was feeling yourselves y'all traded it in because y'all felt felt like y'all had to because y'all just want Roe Roe v. Wade so y'all was like okay we'll just let our husbands have this one around Hyde because let's be clear while y'all out here being white feminists and shit what I know for sure a lot of y'all is married to some Nazi motherfuckers <laughs> organize yourselves accordingly you know who you are you know who you are you just watch Malanka whatever her name is, goddamn smiling this nigga face during the inauguration. And then as soon as he turned his back, she she fades into some, her dark place, her dark corner, <laughs> whatever the fuck. But she still managed to get her ass up and put on that powder blue, knock off Jackie old goddamn outfit Girl. and still wave to the crowd. So 
I don't feel sorry for her at all. in the way that I don't feel sorry for y'all. At all. Honestly. Because y'all not even doing y'all work at home. But y'all turning out to because walk down the street. Because 53% of you still went to go vote for Trump, but y'all still had the audacity, had the nerve to put on them damn knit caps <laughs> and tell us that you deserve whatever the fuck you deserve. I don't know. I don't even know what y'all fighting for, honestly. Because... <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused because y'all haven't showed up. We've been we've been tearing up and marching in the streets now. Like okay, two decades, cool. But Black Lives Matter has been in headlines now for three years. Three years, and y'all couldn't be bothered whatsoever to show anybody solidarity. Mm-mm. I've been to several Black Lives Matter protests in D.C. alone. And it's just black folks and a sprinkling of white people who work in progressive politics. And y'all just staying away. And I'm glad there's a movie to show yourselves who you are. Have y'all seen Hidden Figures? Girl, (laughs) you know what? So Jasmine saw Hidden Figures like around Christmas time. And I just want to to commend you (laughs) for holding in any kind of plot from me until we both saw it because I was in the movie theater dying just angry the whole time bitch why so what my history books have told me let's start here (laughs) is that when America was trying to get on the moon it was our number one priority. Yes? This is why all throughout the movie, you hear children, you hear people walking down the street, literally worried about losing this space race. It was our primary focus. It was America's chance to prove that they dick was bigger than Russia's. And here we are and again, they just funny. to make sure. Funny. Funny how we still battling white women in the workplace and in movement space and wherever else while also dealing with the racism and sexism. (laughs) I could not for the life of me comprehend. The the, the hardest thing for me to jump over the barrier like wasn't the fact that Katherine Johnson was literally waxing these math equations as like a middle, like in the middle of no, like (laughs) (laughs) like shit like that time period all the movies that have been presented is like like even if you look at ray right like this nigga was just like clicking bottles together right and (laughs) johnson was solving equations like I, Girl, where did you who who even taught you i was told that y'all didn't even have no fucking schools how do you know these numbers? They told me but y'all got free a hundred years, not even a hundred years prior at this point. We talking a smooth 90, 95 years later. Oh my God. And you got the nerve to not only be the best at the math, you solving math that they tried to black out. You got a third of the goddamn information. You got half the fucking information and you getting it late and you still I'm not going to tell the whole movie. Fuck. All I will say is it was perplexing to me as important as that space race was. The fact that we also know this part of our history from like American 
whatever the fuck high school class. But these white people from the beginning of the movie to the end literally were allowing racism to stand in their way of winning this fight with Russia, the fight that they have created. They are literally sitting on the fact that their answer is in the fucking basement 40 minutes off a of fucking campus. Your um, answer yeah. to the space race was in the fucking basement. That sounds like America today. <laughs> and you, you better fucking the believe answer. I got the, you better fucking believe I have compared this to the fact that getting Hillary Clinton was your most important thing this year. <laughs> and still y'all allow racism to keep you from the fucking answer. Why white people? Um, because racism is forever. As someone who has worked in this shit, who sees what it's like to work at big ass women's rights organizations as a black woman and the, the fucking microaggressions that you have to overcome just to show up in the meeting of people crying because you said black lives matter and interrupted. Like, I can't. How are y'all still, how have y'all still not learned your lesson? Because in 2016, I believe Hillary Clinton's Katherine Johnson probably fucking quit because we ain't got to deal with this bullshit no more. And that's what we doing. We quitting and getting the fuck on and become the number one, the number one largest growing population of entrepreneurs in this country. Because nobody got time to be wasting our genius and our, our brilliance on this bullshit. My thing is the movie, while it, it was great, it was it was perfection. But I just walked away like, of course, a nigga got y'all to the moon. Of course. Because we literally used the stars just to find our way to freedom. Like, we've been talking and looking (laughs) at the stars, singing about the stars, talking about the freedom going and all this other shit. Niggas was in the dark. A lot of the land and stuff was swamped. Like, it wasn't no bulldozers or nothing to knock it down. But these folks was feeling the wind moving to the left, slightly due north, looking up into the sky and saying, you know, that shit look like a map, like a motherfucker. Let me follow this. Niggas are so so brilliant, Jesus. Just so brilliant. Shout out to Malaya, Malaya, who I had this conversation with before I left Puerto Rico. Like, my thing is... Malaya, when she wrote that affirmation about black people, I was just beaming all day. Girl, I just want to say that at this point, I can no longer be be impressed by what we have done or what we have contributed in this country. Because what I know for sure is if you allow a nigga to show up, they will show out. Because that most deaf movie I saw a few years ago when he was their janitor, (laughs) but then he turned around and figured out how to keep the babies from turning blue. I was like, bitch, he coming to back down every day. But somehow he has revolutionized a heart surgery. <laughs> Can't like, use your bathroom. Y'all. Cannot use and your bathroom. They tried in that movie to make it seem like these white folks had to change of heart or whatever. We looked it up. I went with, shout out to Gloria and also Jen Stowe. 
Um, we love Gloria Jen Stowe, Jesus. The white man wasn't even responsible for the integration of the damn bathrooms at NASA. It was a black woman who kept taking down the sign every day. Actually. <sighs> they love goddamn making white people redeemable in these films. No. Acknowledge the fact that... Some of them <laughs> never come along. Some of you never come along some of you never come along some of you will see a black woman solve the answer to your biggest dilemma and you will still never come along some of you will watch donald trump become president of america strip away all your rights and your children's rights and you still will not come along so be honest about that that's all i ask jesus Ooh, girl, that movie got me so mad, Jasmine. Girl. So the lesson around this is white people, get out the way. You're Move. out of control. Move. Let black women, let women of color, people of color, trans folks of color, queer folks of color, handle all this because y'all have yet to prove yourselves y'all ain't got no answers knowing anything and i just also want to circle back around to remind everyone that this is the era to resist no matter what (laughs) yes never trust trump remember that if a disaster happens do not rally behind that motherfucker. You know, mourn, do what you got to do around. Keep the disaster, keep the goddamn experience separate from this motherfucker because he ain't got nothing for you. He ain't even got no health insurance for you. He ain't even got health insurance for y'all. You want to know what that <laughs> tingle in your throat is? I'm sorry. Too bad. So take, sad. Take some Robitussin. <laughs> take, some, take some Tussin. I'm just. That's what you're going to have to do for the next four years. I'm just <laughs> They're rash I hope all y'all I hope y'all know how Know some sex ed During this uh, Next four years I hope Y'all looking up All <laughs> how know. to Put on a condom I hope y'all learn How to use the dental dam I pray That y'all is uh, Looking up your birth control Having uh, Well shit I don't know what y'all Gonna do about birth control But condoms Condoms is somewhere You know like Just <laughs> Just do what you can. Make do. Just know that douching will not not get you pregnant. Uh, no, stop that that bullshit. uh, What other lies they? (laughs) (laughs) Because we gotta help y'all. This is what healthcare gonna look like. Healthcare is gonna be myth busting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeast infections are real. All these things are facts. All these are facts. I'm sorry. And white people ain't got, they don't know how to cook, so I know they sure don't know how to come up with no fucking potions to cure themselves like niggas can. My grandmother will speak over some uh, ginger and some honey and some water, have my ass at school the next day, bitch. Now, I will say, them white folks in Appalachia is impressive because they've been dealing with uh, oh, yeah. water and they just vote. They just vote against it. their best resources. 
their best Girl, um, ain't got a single tooth in their mouth but got the nerve to tell us about how America needs to be great again didn't your family die in a goddamn mountaintop explosion <laughs> or a coal mine damn <laughs> Oh my God! Both for Trump ain't gonna bring them back, Billy Rob. Sorry, like the coal company was full of Republicans. Hating my ass ain't gonna get you what you need. Hate my ass ain't gonna get you your jobs, and ain't that ain't gonna get you your jobs, and ain't gonna bring back coal mining, nope. and ain't gonna do nothing because you know what they building them pipelines, Billy Ray, and <laughs> they about to destroy your property even more. So like I don't. <laughs> Coal is done. They just gonna fuck up your water even more. Oh, Billy Bob. So, um, niggas have taken over the Oscars <laughs> after years of demanding different and more. <laughs> I don't know what else to do, Jasmine. I'm just gonna keep pivoting. <laughs> Look, Oscars feel so white though. Os- so don't get it twisted need- now. Like white people always take us to oh so I heard the niggas was complaining last year. Let's let's put a nigga in every category. Let's do that this let's year. Not- <laughs> like no, you're still not doing good enough. No. Don't you try bitch. and play, you dummies. Um, but you know, <laughs> congratulations. Uh, Birth of a nation is nowhere to be found. To blank write another article so I can sell another t shirt, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I was in the I, I, uh, this petty black feminist. Let me go on here and make up a, a true story lie. Um, I was in the nominating committee and Bertha <laughs> Manasha came up and I said, No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, ma'am. I will storm the fuck out of here. I will leave if you know. And then that's how it happened. The end. That's exactly how it happened. Or we can just accept that that movie was trash and old boy need to just do better. Boom. Yeah. You know, give a black woman some speaking roles and you might actually get somewhere. You see Moonlight. <laughs> Moonlight is out here thriving. You know why Moonlight thriving? Because we actually saw a black woman behave badly and we didn't watch her get punished for it. She ain't have to die. She ain't have to get beat by nobody. She still got visited in the home. Amen. And it's a beautiful film. It's such a beautiful... And you know what was so shocked? I I love that movie. And I was so... Uh, we talked about this on an episode. But I love that movie. And I was so happy because I think everyone expected it to be like hella tra- traumatic. Like completely devastating, awful things were going to happen. And I feel like it was just... It was just a beautiful film. There's no way around that. And I'm so glad to know um, that a black woman edited that film because of how it was split up. And she also got a nomination, an Oscar nod. So great. And it just shows, even in a Black Joy mixtape, right? Like, we are talking about hard, uh, hard headlines, hard things that are going to impact our lives directly and we are we are able to laugh and love on each other mm-hmm. and love each other like yeah I'm about to cuss out Chrisette Michelle but I'm also gonna love on her in a minute <laughs> you know like at the same time it's gonna be lit you know and Moonlight reflects the complexity like there's even though we can deal we deal with blight in a lot of communities in this country, we still have moments of softness and beauty with them, with each other. 
and that matters. Mm -hmm. Even we are able to have a sense of humor. If we didn't have a sense of humor, we wouldn't be able to survive. Mm -mm. There's no way. There's no way. No I way. mean, because, you know, talking to the stars and the universe to get free and shit is hard. Mm -hmm. And if you don't think, you know, Harriet Tubman went uh, roasting the fuck out of people she was helping get free, you know, while having a gun and a, and a, if a nigga turned around, you got another thing coming. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine being roasted by Harriet Tubman? Like, yeah. In the document, yes. like, I, Harriet Tubman, she was great, man. She really led us to freedom. But one time she called me a simple bitch, and I was just <laughs> upset. Have you seen Harriet in that shawl? She didn't give a fuck. None. <laughs> she literally ended her days in that sickening-ass wheelchair. Just, I know she was sitting on that talking shit. It looked like a throne. <laughs> Please. You think I give a damn about that bitch? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> what she did to me was even worse. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> all these Maxine Waters. Listeners. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the fact that y'all tune into this every week. And have hilarious. been really good. I've been getting headlines from our listeners. Like, they're like, oh, I think y'all might like this. Like, yes, send us anything by all means. Girl. Um, so now we're here at Chrissy, I guess, girl. Uh, I didn't know we was putting out spoken word in 2017. I say, I move we stop that. That's that's an executive order that I can get behind. I mean, <laughs> is you going to sing or rap or no? This spoken word? When I clicked Keep on that. that spoken word in some smoky club in somebody Chicago and somebody Detroit. You know, keep it on. You know, sound. Don't don't be using your monthly membership on SoundCloud to put up no no damn spoken word. Now, either you gonna rap or you gonna talk. You can't do both at the same time. Shut up. That's so rude. You know, probably so many of our listeners are most likely spoken word artists. Not y'all. Not y'all. <laughs> Y'all are beautiful. Y'all do what y'all want. Y'all can do what the fuck y'all want. What? If you out here doing poetry, I support that. But spoken word, no. <laughs> Just no. Jasmine, I used to be in love with a spoken word artist in college. Like, <laughs> you know what? I need to really, I think Black Joy Mixtape is going to help me work through my attraction to hotep niggas and what's happening there so that it can stop. Oh, no. Like, but shout out to Monday Frequency, 25-year-old uh, black Kenyan immigrant queer poet in New Orleans who uh, is a part of the RJ movement, the reproductive justice movement. You know, notice I said a, a poet. <laughs> <laughs> I fuck some poets. You I love some poets. This. My God. That's good. I feel like spoken word ended, you know, the first time Jill Scott lost weight. Like, I just, I just don't know. Okay, so what did but you want to say about Chris? <laughs> <laughs> what did we you want to say? You didn't talk to him about the first time Jill Scott lost Look. weight. No, we're not doing that today. <laughs> That's fucking rude. 
You know we gotta go through this cycle. You see her getting big again. You know we had to do this with Oprah, and then yeah. you know she gotta settle with it. Blah blah blah. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> Chris said, you know, just couldn't take her ten thousand dollars to go home or two hundred fifty thousand. How much she got? It was more than ten k. Girl, now last week we did roast her, and it was rightfully so. But what I know for sure is I can't throw Keith Chrissy away, even though she making it real hard for a nigga. The reason why I can't throw her away because niggas could not could not burn up their Yeezys. Like Never. it wasn't no mass protest for Kanye. You know, niggas are still tuned into Family Feud. You know, taking a survey. Burn you the know, Yeezys just, and let me know it's real. You dig? Let me know it's real. Because at least Chrisette ain't have a sit-down meeting with him. And at least Chrisette, even though her political uh, strategy and talking points is way off, she ain't told us <laughs> to give him a chance. So even on the scale I mean, of fuck nigga fuckery with <laughs> Donald Trump, Chrisette Michelle is still the winner in relation to black men and Donald the Trump. Like... <laughs> I detect no lines. I how y'all gonna let the nigga who performed at the Cotton Club this week outdo you? Like <laughs> answer me that. How you let the nigga performing at the Cotton Club outdo you? My God, Jasmine, <laughs> that's absurd. Poor Chrisette Michelle when she was like, he didn't even shake my hand. I'm sorry, I'm still <laughs> roasting her ass. What the fuck did you think was gonna happen? I mean, Did you Kanye think he was going to come out and be like, oh, thank you so much, unknown artist? I mean, Kanye recently, couldn't even get Recently invited. featured in Love Jones, the musical, as if that needed to be a thing. Kanye ain't even American enough to come to this motherfucker, and he gave us a uh, wait till I get my money right. Like, <laughs> they're like, <laughs> No, Kanye's not performing. He's not American. <laughs> Even if you in a binge, you still a nigga in a coop, baby. What? Girl. And like Spike Lee is goddamn responsible for Charette. Spike Lee and Donald Trump share a theory around Chicago. So that's a fucking problem. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all fooling. You know. Y'all are literally fooling. Actually, Spike Lee, shut the fuck up and apologize for that fucking movie you put out. Because who's to say that Donald Trump didn't watch that shit and then decide he was going to enact martial law? Like, oh, well, even Spike Lee agrees with it. We're both New Yorkers. I trust him. He trusts me. Maybe sh- Chicago is fucked up. Let's focus on that. Get out of here. Mm. Spike Lee, Stop how it. dare you? Niggas, chill thing is around Chicago y'all shut down their schools you shut down their housing you don't give them no job uh, goddamn opportunities what is niggas supposed to do outside of you know kill each other you give them no options and but it's not even that's not even they're, they're not even going into the decision to kill each other it's because no. they have created an alternate form of capitalism to have access and that comes with its own set of fucking problems 
Right. Like and street we justice. see what y'all willing to do, right, like street justice. And we see what y'all willing to do to save a dollar in America by, you know, cutting people's meemaws off their insurance because they oh. get terminally ill. So, honestly, they are only modeling the violence that they see their, their government do. Hello. Good job. Hello. So, if y'all going to sit up here and talk about how disastrous, how much of a failure Chicago is, you need to be looking in the mirror. Because last time I checked, the United States ain't that peaceful and love to goddamn kill a motherfucker or two to make sure they get their way. Y'all are literally trying to build a wall on the fucking Mexico border. Do you think that doesn't come with cops killing people? But y'all got all this shit to say about Chicago. Great. And again, I love a shout out. Shout out to BYP 100 under the leadership of um, Charlene Carruthers because y'all gonna have to do God's work under this fucking administration. This is the area Mm. you decided to pick on? Great. If you really want to stop what's going on in Chicago, flood the education system with funding. Flood HUD with funding to give to Chicago for um, public housing. I don't know. Maybe even um, make it so that in the future, people don't have to campaign and do a fucking GoFundMe to get a trauma center in their neighborhoods. Ask the people in these communities dealing with this violence, dealing with these issues in Chicago, what they want to fund. Fund those futures. Do that. You ain't ask nobody no questions around what they want to see, what they want to do. You just like, nope, got to have some martial law, got to bring feds in, got to bring some military in. Y'all, I Steve no. Harvey, shouldn't you be sounding off right now? Didn't you meet with this nigga about the inner cities? Can't, can't you? Don't you have the ear of the president? Are you cool with this, <laughs> you just gonna let your city go down? You just going to okay, let them great. send the feds in? Great. And I love me some Spike Lee. So again, we're not calling y'all out because we hate you. We need you. We're in community together. And you need to fucking do that. I don't need this shit. No, we don't need you if you're going to be behaving like that. No, fuck that. Y'all need to do better. And I ain't about to sit up here and tell you how much I love you or whatever the fuck. If your mom look like, my thing is, look here. My mama love me, but when I'm fucking up, my mama let me know. Amen. And I know that's coming from a place of love. And if you don't get that by now, motherfucker, I can't do nothing for you. Amen. So we have a special shout out. You know, I just love the Black Joy Jubilee, which is our listeners. We're we're trying that name out. I don't know if y'all are fucking with it yet, but you should. It's great. I like it. Telling us to look alive. Y'all the real ones. Y'all, I and I want to shout out the Black Joy Jubilee for holding me the fuck down when I had to host Roland Martin's show. Like, y'all were Girl. there. I was, so, I was so happy with that. So, Amber is going to be on News 1 every Thursday, Black History Month. Hey, <laughs> February turn up. Every, you know what? So let's much. really, let's push this. Every Thursday. We need y'all to watch. I mean, find it in your heart, because I know why it's hard, because I do the show, right? I have to sit by the Republicans. <laughs> we too. know why it's hard. Yeah. But we don't be kind of cute, because, you know, niggas need to keep their spot a little bit to a black to a mixtape, because, you know, <laughs> not have to pay for that SoundCloud every month. Hey, Amen. Jasmine is a trip, y'all. But anywho, every Thursday in February, I will be on Roland Martin's News One Now on TV One. 
the unsung yeah. channel, if you will. So if y'all could tune in and hold his sister down, I will definitely throw the favors back, whether it's smart-ass comments and eye rolls and just trying to generally hold it together to be on another day. Right, Jasmine? Y'all be up at 7 a.m. Eastern so somebody can start making gifs of Amber's face. <laughs> I don't have those skills myself, but if one of y'all could pick up that, you know, I would greatly appreciate it. <laughs> I only have TV one every now and again, so I do what I can around, you know, so y'all help a sister out, you know, help, you know, support your other sister, uh, Amber the High Priestess of Black Joy, you know, we... <laughs> We just a two-woman shop right now. Doing the best, <laughs> doing the best we can. <laughs> it takes a village. Shout out to TT the artist for shouting us out in her Huffington Post article. I just love TT um, the artist. TT the artist has been featured in the intros for the last two weeks because she deserves and- it. She deserves it and what she creates bangers, y'all. This shit brings joy to my life. So she uh if you all will check out TT the artist using the backbeat to transcend femininity and Huffington Post, you will learn more about this fantastic human being who is brilliant genius. The kind of project she has coming for us, y'all. Girl. Just <sighs> Just gather yourselves, cause I'm excited. I just know. I just I told Jasmine how we. Um, she's also on the Black Joy mixtape Instagram. Like we hung out at a Planned Parenthood event, and it was just so chill. Like she's just such a great person. Like I fucks with her heavy. Girl, she about to be on a song with the what? What's her name? That Princess was on Shaw. Movie. We saw on her Instagram, and I love. If Princess y'all ever seen Shaw? that Netflix movie, it's so good. It's so great. Also support an emergent artist in New Orleans, Princess Shaw. Support TT the artist. I also want to quickly shout out Wazam Super, Bricket for President, Tokyo Vanity. They finna come out with a video. Yeah. Kind of just out cypher. Y'all, I love me some women rappers. Like... I just need all of them to do a 2017 Trap Ladies Night. And girl, I would just be so in formation for that. I would get new J's for that. Girl, if I can get a Carrie Foe, Cardi B, Remy Ma, <gasps> Like a Ladies First Tour or something? A tour of songs, uh, a goddamn soundtrack. Just anything mm-hmm. with all of them together, I would just get my whole Trina. Mm. Um, just all I try to do it on the playlist, you know, to inspire them all to just get together. Call up Missy, see what she doing, please, you know, so she can go on here produce it. You know, just just make it happen because we need it. Like we, the new generation of Black women, holding it down in rap music, and we no longer have time to only have one. <laughs> this ain't Girl. this ain't Hotlander. There are more than one. We look various ways. We don't have to all look one way. We all don't have to be hyper film. We don't have to all be cis. We don't have to, like, it's just so much room. It's, it's Girl, lit. I would piss Great. my pants if all of them decided to do a project together 
and then like go on tour like an American Idol type of bad boys like we need I just need that group photo honestly if they would like to do that can y'all have like a ladies summit a lady rapper summit like anything I would fuck double XL loves to snub a woman in the freshman class y'all long overdue for for just all black woman rapper cover so, you know, just because we naming these folks don't mean we don't love Nikki too, girl. Just, ugh. But. Um, yeah, we love you, Nikki. And. <laughs> it ain't always about you, okay? It ain't always. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. So, Jasmine is still in Puerto Rico. She'll be back soon. Friday, um, we released a Black Joy mixtape. February, we all gonna buckle down and watch Roland Martin every Thursday morning at 7 a.m. on TV One. If you know how to make some gifs, hold it down. We appreciate you. So make sure you all follow the Black Joy Mixtape on Instagram and Twitter. Feel free to send us. We haven't gotten any shout-outs from y'all lately. Please send us some shout-outs um, at the Black Joy Mixtape at gmail.com. And Jasmine, where can they find you? Y'all can find me at Jazz on Your Mind across social media, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. Um, I act up on Snapchat. Clearly, um, as you all have seen on the Instagram. <laughs> or at least I try to. Snapchat keeps me from losing my goddamn mind wherever I am. So it's it's just a, a processing space, you know. And you get all the exclusives and ill shit on there because... I just ain't acclimated to Insta story yet. Um, Amber does a pretty good job over there, but I just can't. It just feels fake. <laughs> There's some perfectionism still on Instagram that I was hoping Insta story would break through, but they just haven't. And I am at Amber J Phillips across social media platforms as well. I don't know. Soon I'll give y'all my Snapchat. I just want to fuck with it a little bit more under this new administration. That's fine. I'll just keep showing that ass on my Snapchat when I'm back. Because Amber has thighs, hips, a snatch waist, and just skin that the world just needs to. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Jasmine. Y'all great. (laughs) Jasmine. (laughs) Sue, say my If your friends ain't your photographers, if your friends don't know your angles, you know, get you some new friends. I literally haven't taken a good picture since you left, just so you're clear. (laughs) (laughs) No videos, no nothing. Uh, Jasmine, I can't wait till you get back. I have so much tea to spill. Goddamn. Anywho. This is Amber J. Phillips, the High Priestess of Black Joy. And this is Jazz, the King of the South. And you just listened to the Black Joy Mixtape. I still want to come home. Let all of my dogs out. I don't mess with fake bitches. Kick them whores out. That's what got a bitch locked up in the dog pound. Free equal to let all of my broads out. We gon' wear heavy jewels with the rocks on them. Ice dripping on these hoes, put a mop on them. I see they all mad, I got a locked on them. See they don't respect anything till you pop on them. Swiss cheese through your leotard. Sending bitches to the ER. The BX know I go so hard. So I'ma do this one for the fucking Bronx. And bitch, if it's a problem, we gon' snuff y'all. Get the shit out of your